Today's episode is a mama minute, and the structure of these is a little bit different. Instead of murder, mayhem, and lies, we're talking about parenthood, TV, and life. If you're here for true crime, that's totally fine. Just skip this episode, and we'll catch you next time. Lego. Welcome back, guys, and I am so excited for today because today is going to be like well, unlike any of, of our other episodes, because this is completely unscripted. You're going to hear my stutter like you just did. And this is just going to be a chance for you guys to listen to us ramble and get to know our personalities a little bit. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about The Bachelor. I'm so excited because for those of you who have listened to this podcast, you know that I tell my husband these stories about true crime and he's completely unfamiliar with it. He doesn't really care for true crime. Well, the same goes for The Bachelor. And honestly, this is my first year watching The Bachelor and I'm like actually invested in it. I've been taking notes. I have a She's put together a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest with you guys. This may not be a staple that continues. We don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> I'm going to do my best to just listen through these things and we're going to talk bachelor baby yeah well i've already watched all five episodes that are out so far um so we're going to start today with uh episode one which is just the introduction to all the ladies but i'm going to tell you about this just like i would any other true crime story except you know it's going to be unscripted it's just going to be us chatting but I'm excited to get your responses because there are so many things about this show that I can just hear you in the back of my head when I'm watching it. I can hear your reactions about how stupid it is. That's love. And I just think it'll be great. And everyone's well, going to be able to relate to telling their husband about this show. Well, and if there's points where I don't really pay attention, then at least these ladies and the people listening are still getting a recap of the show. Yeah, yeah. And that's ultimately also what I'm trying to do is just recap each, each episode because I need somebody to talk to about this stuff. I need to talk about who I like and who I don't like and what these girls are doing and, and I who feel like I it, think is a front runner and who I think is going to get eliminated. And I feel like it's going to be hard for me to go with that because I don't watch it, but I'm going to do the best I can. But I think I'll explain it well enough. I've got pictures. I've got my slideshows. I've got clips. Okay. I've got it all. But before we get into that, you wanted to talk about something else. Yeah. So I have two, I'm going to call them true crime, but they're really, I don't know what they are. I mean, one is two true crime type stories that I came across that I haven't told Kelly about because I didn't want her to look them up. And so I'm going to see the shock factor right now if you haven't heard of them okay, or if you have. Okay. The first one, not so much a true crime, but pretty crazy. Did you hear about the gender reveal trial? Um. I think I've seen a headline about it, like a yeah. gender reveal went wrong and somebody got hurt or died. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce his name right. Refugio Jimenez Jr., the father whose gender reveal party sparked a deadly wildfire, has oh, pled yeah. guilty to manslaughter. Jimenez Jr. and his wife, Angelina, accidentally started the El Dorado fire in 2020 after igniting a smoke bomb device, with subsequently, which subsequently burned thousands of acres and resulted in the death of firefighter Charles Morton. Oh, my God. The California man will serve a year in jail, along with two years of felony probation and 200 hours of community service. Dang. I just thought it was nuts. And I'm like, do you think that the punishment of one year in jail, two years of felony probation, and 200 hours of community service is enough? Obviously, this firefighter was killed. He burned up 200 acres, uh, or I'm sorry, thousands of acres um, of, of land. Mm -hmm. And it was obviously an accident, though. What's your thoughts? 
I think <clears throat> that gender reveal parties really got out of control. And mm -hmm. there was a lot, especially around that time, because you said this happened in like 2020. Yes. I feel like they've kind of chilled out since then. But there was a, a moment where people were doing the absolute most for these gender yes. reveal parties. And I heard about uh, more than just one starting big issues like big fires or, um, I don't know, just like a lot of pollution and littering and things like that. So like, yeah, I've heard about the consequences of these. I haven't heard this particular story about how somebody actually lost their life, but yeah, I think it's, it's very extreme. It's like a reckless, um, thoughtless, you know, accident for sure. Yes. And I think, I think probably the punishment fits the crime because, you know, he obviously didn't intend for anyone to get hurt, but they just were not thinking. Mm -hmm. And and I agree they got so out of control. And in 2020, it's like people were trying to replace the thrill of sports with yeah. like these ridiculous gender reveals. It was crazy. Yeah. So anyways, there wasn't much to talk about there. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. The second thing. Well, wait, we have a gender reveal, which we just went. Um, so this is actually crazy. I do want to talk about this because okay. I have a lot of women who listen to this podcast. And so if you have ever tried this, I don't know, maybe you can relate, but when we found out we were pregnant this time, due in July, we Oh, took, this is wild sneak peek. Yeah, we took a sneak peek test. And this sneak peek test says that it will determine the sex of your child as early as six weeks, which is crazy early. And the mm -hmm. way it works is through a blood test. There's two different types. You can do the SNAP test, which is said to be more accurate and less likely to uh, get contaminated, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or you can do the lancet, which is basically pricking your finger, and then you have to push the blood from your finger into a little tiny vial up to this certain line. So I did the lancet, <clears throat> and um, it it was really painful, <laughs> and my fingers were super sore for the next couple of days. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they bruised and everything, because it is actually really hard to fill this tiny vial. I mean, it's not... Because you're like squeezing your finger trying to get blood out of the tip, right? Yeah, and they actually give you a few lancets, because sometimes you are you literally can't get any more blood out of your finger, so you have to prick another one. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it was a mess. Um, but I sanitized the the bathroom counter where I did it. You were not even in the room. Nobody else was in the room. Um, and so I thought I was very careful and we sent the test in and then heard back like a few days later that we were having a boy. And the way this test works is they test your blood. And if there is an absence of um, Y, like XY chromosomes, mm -hmm. then they assume that you're having a girl. But if there is the presence of any XY chromosomes, then they assume you're having a boy. Well, you can easily get contaminated if you live with boys by even touching a towel that a boy has used. Even if you live so with a crazy. male dog, it can get contaminated. Mm -hmm. And just all it takes is one little cell. I, it is that highly sensitive, I guess. So anyway, we got the results that we were having a boy. I didn't think much of it because... I was like, okay, well, I, I'm going to trust this lab, I guess. And I did everything I was supposed to do as far as like sanitizing. Um, and then I was so sick that first trimester. This pregnancy has been unlike any pregnancy I've ever had. Definitely harder than Augie's, who was born in December of 2021. Mm -hmm. So he's like my most recent baby. But like even Kennedy, when I was pregnant with her, that was like nine years ago. Jack was 10 years ago. This was just the hardest pregnancy. So I, I first was like, man, some part of me just wonders if this could be a girl. And so I just didn't buy anything because I was like, 
you just never know. I wanted, I didn't feel super confident about the sneak peek, especially after all the reviews I started reading from people getting these false boy results. Mm-hmm. Um, but also because of just the way I felt like in my gut, I just thought, I don't know if this is a boy. So I just waited. And then we did the NIPT test and that confirmed we were having a girl. And then we did the ultrasound and we're having a girl. Honestly, don't, I do not recommend the sneak peek test. I was impatient. I thought, oh, this is like a reputable thing. They do them in clinics. They do them. They sell them online. You can get them on Amazon. You can do it at like a lot of local um, like medical clinics. Mm-hmm. So I thought this thing was legit and I thought I did everything right, but I didn't. And anyway, we're having a girl. And so it's nuts. that was a, it was a whirlwind. Um, we waited to find out the gender with August. And so this time around, I was like, this time I do want to find out. Um, but I definitely, I'm never doing this again. But if I ever did have another baby, I would definitely not do the sneak peek. Yeah. No sneak peek. Yeah. Anyway, that's my super long winded story about our, our gender reveal. Um, the kids were super excited. We didn't do anything big. We did balloons in a box, <clears throat> balloons in a box just for our kids. Yeah. So, all right. Story number two. Okay. This one's nuts. And I hope you haven't heard of it because I want your, I want you to be shocked. Okay. Lay have, on me. have you heard about return to nature burial and cremation I in Colorado? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. I've heard of this process. Here's what I've heard. Okay, I obviously like creepy shit. And so there's a documentary on HBO. I think it's called like Different Ways to Die or Eight Different Ways to Die. There's also a a documentary called How to Die in Oregon. I've watched like all these weird episodes. There's this one documentary that has all these different ways you can essentially like what happens to you after you die. Take care of your body. Yeah. And so one of them is you get buried and then a tree is planted above you and you This is not that. So that's what I thought you were talking about when when you said it. This is Return to Nature. That's the name of the place. Okay. This is freaking, it's horrific. Oh God. All right. And it happened recently. It's like in courts and stuff now. Okay. Okay. 189 dead bodies have been found rotting in Colorado after a couple who owns this return to nature burial and cremation. Burial. Burial. Offered (laughs) eco-friendly funeral services and then spent all the money on cars, trips, and cryptocurrency, and they left all the bodies in an unrefrigerated room infested by bugs. It gets worse. The remains the family received, the families received from their loved ones, were allegedly just bags of mixed concrete and not actual ashes. So authorities searched the property and the floor was filled with the liquid of human decomposition. And the couple, John and Carrie Halford, are facing are both facing more than 200 charges and will be arranged in March. So arraigned. listen, uh, listen <clears throat> to this. Return Sorry. to Nature reported to the state of Colorado that bodies within their possession were properly disposed of, authorities wrote. Instead of cremating or burying bodies as reported, approximately 189 bodies were left to rot at room temperature for an unknown, unknown oh length God. of time. But at least between September 9th, 2023 and October 4th, 2023, by John and Carrie Halford in a building they owned at 31 Werner, Pen, Werner Road, Penrose, Colorado. When authorities executed a search warrant on October 5th, 2023, they found some bodies without any covering or just partial covering at best, they said. Some bodies were on gurneys and some were just laying on the floor or stacked mm-hmm. on top of other bodies, they said. Stacks of bodies blocked off certain parts of the building, authorities said. The caption of a redacted picture noted approximately 40 bodies stacked on top of each other and in plastic totes in a room. 
Investigators also located personal artifacts presumably given to return of nature by family members with the intention of the artifacts being buried or buried or placed with the remains. They wrote fluids from the decomposition covered the floors, maggots, flies, and other insects infested the building in some areas covering the floor and being on the bodies. Authority said in many of the clear plastic bags, decomposition Stop. fluid oh had God, filled the bags this. and or caused the bags to break, Stop. subsequently spilling human decomposition on the floor, they wrote. Five-gallon red and orange plastic buckets from the Harbor Freight and Home Depot were in the building. In some instances, the, the buckets placed below the bodies to collect the leaking decomposition fluid, and the condition of the floors presented a slip hazard oh for the team God. that ultimately removed the bodies. The couple nonetheless collected money from the victims' families, insurance companies, the state of Colorado, and others, authorities said. They allegedly laundered income by making personal purchases, such as automobiles, according to documents. They are charged with 190 counts of abuse of a corpse, 61 counts of forgery, 5 counts of theft, and 4 counts of money, money laundering. And a hearing is set for the couple, scheduled from March 21st. John Halford is out on bond. Carrie Halford remains in the El Paso County Jail on a $100,000 bond. He's out on bond, but he left her in jail? Yes. Just like, sorry, I guess you can... I'm used to just letting people rot yes you can just do the same isn't that nuts unreal that is so freaking sad and crazy i i I didn't know if you heard of it i was just like can you imagine 40 bodies stacked up on top of one one another in a room temperature room okay enough of the details i cannot you tell me this shit all the time listen i there are sometimes i come across a story and i avoid it because I just don't think I can stomach it. That is one that I don't think I would have been able to stomach. That Man. is so horrific and disgusting. I, can you imagine the families? No. The families who they thought their loved one was being taken care of and they're rotting in a room? It's horrible. That sucks. Bonkers. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, that was, that and that's was current. really bad. That's going on currently. So you'll update me, I guess. I won't probably. is there another one no didn't you say you had three no another one for another day oh okay that's probably for the best yeah oh man um chiefs won the super bowl that was pretty exciting you're a big chiefs fan augie's a chiefs fan he says go chiefs go chiefs yeah back to back let's get the three pete um and we had our big parade yesterday the kids were out of school um to give them the option to go to the parade uh, we did not go because um, I don't really like being around big crowds of people. Me too. And what happened yesterday is exactly why, because apparently a shooter opened fire, multiple shooters opened fire and injured at least 10 people, they're killing saying, one. They're saying that it was, which this doesn't make it any better, but it's just crazy. They're saying it wasn't an organized like mass shooting on people. It was a few people getting in an altercation that started opening fire on one another, which is just, I don't know. The thing is you can never trust, at least my opinion, you can't trust anything the media is saying. Like, is it being spun one way for a, for a certain angle, you know? Well, I don't know how legit this is, but I did see a tweet that was allegedly from one of the shooters just pr- a days prior to the parade that said, thinking about, doing a terrorist attack on the parade on Wednesday or something. What is wrong and so, with people? and I, I mean, who, and there was pictures of his belongings and there was an AR 15 or like a, an assault rifle 
in the picture. Like who brings that to a parade without and the intent to do some damage? Yeah. I hate that um, the majority of the people who were injured were kids between yeah. the ages of six and 15. It's just sad. disgusting. And it, it really like puts such a dark cloud on what was supposed to be such a like positive celebration. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that was super disappointing. Okay. We, t- we said we weren't going to talk about true crime and deadly stuff and mayhem. And here, here we are. It's like, we just, we can't help ourselves. That's right. But <clears throat> let's get into the bachelor. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have notes and I do have a slideshow so that you can put faces. I truly to names. don't know what this is going to entail. So if you're listening and my reactions are blah, <clears throat> please don't think I'm an asshole. I just this is just not my thing. It's but I'm not gonna, your thing. I I'm going to go with it. And I will also say that I feel like the first couple episodes are pretty, um, pretty blah because there's no drama happening. Um, and you're just getting introduced to everybody. So here is um, episode one, okay? So we have our bachelor. This is my slideshow. So I know you can't see it if you're listening, but if you're watching, you know who we're talking about. Okay, so the bachelor is Joey Grazia, Grazia Day. I don't know how to say his last name. So we're just going to say Joey D. G. Joey G. Okay. So he was a runner-up in the bachelorette most recent season with charity. So usually the way it works is you have a bachelor and then like the top three that remain, one of them gets chosen. One of the runner ups is probably going to be the next bachelorette. And then she'll have her season with a bunch of guys. And then the top three, you'll have one that's chosen. And then one that's left is probably going to be the next bachelor. And you just kind of have this revolving cycle. There's also a show called bachelor in paradise, which is like a spinoff dating show where they pull people from different seasons and put them all together on an island. And I don't really fully understand the details of how that show works, but I know it's kind of like a competition because they each have to choose to be with someone in order to stay on the island. And sometimes it'll be like an, an, uh, like uneven number of girls versus guys. And so, like, at the end of the show, people get eliminated. That's, like, a totally different show, Bachelor in Paradise. But there's, like, a whole franchise of Bachelor. How many of these relationships, with my air quotes, actually go on to become long-term relationships? Not many. See, it's stupid. (laughs) This is all stupid. It's all scripted bullshit. And it's these people who are the directors behind the scenes. Am I too loud? You're just yelling. And and it's the people who are the directors behind the scenes. And they're trying to poke and prod people and make the drama at the height so it gets attention. Like, it's just so dumb. So a few years ago, it was Ben's season. And I knew one of the contestants. Like, I kind of knew of her, but I knew her sister and mom way better. Um, and I actually did their hair. I still do their hair. Um, but so I kind of got a little bit of inside scoop about just kind of how it typically works. The first night when all of the girls arrive and they have their introductions and then they have the cocktail party, everybody is drinking and they stay up all night. And the first rose elimination ceremony, um, is at like six or seven in the morning. It's crazy. So you can imagine like how drunk and tired everybody is by the end of that first episode. Um, And then they also, you're kind of right in the sense that it's scripted because the producers will be like, hey, we really want you to talk about how your dog died or something that really makes you want to cry. Because every time they have like this one-on-one moment with Joey, 
they will be like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to meet you. So this is like really hard for me to share, but sorry, I didn't expect to cry. And they like, (laughs) it's so, it is so predictable. It's like you could turn it into a drinking game. See, and if you take all of this stuff and then the fact that none of the relationships actually last, it's all just bullshit. And I've always thought, how do you put 30 women in a house all vying for the attention of one guy and they all become friends? That is bonkers. Because they're just there for attention. Well, but it's it's bonkers to me, though, that these girls will be like, oh, I'm really falling for him. But so and so is my best friend in the house. But, like, you're competing for the same dude. I just don't. And aren't they getting nasty together? <laughs> Some Well, towards the end. They, okay. Well, and, and he's making out with, like, all of them. So your friend that went on it, because if I remember right, I mean, I don't know her, but she's like a, like a, what am I trying to say? Like a well-mannered, nice girl oh, with good yeah. morals, right? Yes. From what you've said about her? Yes. So, like, why did she go on the show? I think at the time, she, and I'm not going to say her name, um, but, like, I think at the time she just was single and, you know, she, I think, was living in Nashville or Oklahoma at the time. And she's drop-dead gorgeous. And I think she might have just done it with, like, sorority sisters or something like that. They were kind of like, oh, let's just audition for this fun thing. And then they don't even know that they are chosen to be on the show until, like, a few days prior. So you kind of have to prepare to either go or not go, and you just don't even know until you're about to go. And then they take your phones, so you can't communicate with anyone at home. I don't even think they can watch, like, TV or anything while they're there. And um, How long are they there? I don't know the the whole time, but are you going to look it up? Yeah, I'm going to Google how long they're there for a season. I Yeah, it's not long. And he, I mean, he has to essentially date, if you will. I use that term loosely, but he has to date like these 30 women in this span of time. But the eliminations, obviously, like that group dwindles. But. Six to nine weeks. <laughs> so you're going to spend two months of your life in the middle of wherever with... That is so insane. And you're supposed to fall in love. But to be fair, the friend that we're talking about. Many contestants leave their jobs in order to be on the show. Yes. Fact. But this friend that I know, or the girl that I know that was on it, she did self-eliminate. She was like, this is not for me. I'm out of here. So she kind of, she didn't last very long. Um, She probably could have because she's so sweet and gorgeous, but... I think she kind of saw the writing on the wall and was like, I don't think I really want to be a part of this. My family is watching. And some of these like uh, some of these competitions that they set up are a little bit raunchy and we'll get to that. But uh, yeah, you want to introduce yourself to the ladies because I'm going to tell you about them. Do I want to introduce myself to the ladies? Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay. Whatever. Okay, these are oh all. Oh my gosh. There's like freaking 30, 40. <laughs> okay, but I put them all in order of how they arrived. Okay. So the first one that arrived is Lexi. And she's very cute. She's very open about the fact that she has some health problems. And she's, she's, this is just kind of like their background that they're saying to the camera. They haven't really said this to Joey yet. It's just how they're getting introduced to the show. Okay. Are you going to put this on Instagram so people can see that there's literally like 36 women? Yeah, sure. I mean, people who have watched the show kind of know what we're talking about. Okay. But um, So Lexi comes out first. She's very pretty, very sweet. Um, so I have like little notes about each one. Oh my God, this is going to take forever. <laughs> no, it's actually like two words, okay. two word notes on each one. So Lexi, I wrote cute health problems because <laughs> she's yeah. very open that she has health problems. All right. The next one that came out was Lexi or uh, was Rachel and she's from Hawaii. 
Um, the next one that came out after her is Maria. Maria came out strong. She has a strong personality. She's confident and kind of loud. These are the notes from my first episode. So my opinions about everybody change every episode or like they either grow or whatever. Okay. So Maria, I put, looks like Camila Cabello, um, because she really does. Okay. Erica, she came out with music. Um, so I think she came out dancing. She's very pretty. Autumn, so Autumn's introduction was kind of funny because she comes up to Joey and she's like, hey, so um, what is your favorite season? And he's like, um, I don't know, probably like on. spring or summer. Oh, you're talking about, oh. And she goes, bummer, I was hoping you would say Autumn because, or maybe I'll change your mind and your favorite one will be Autumn. But I just remember <laughs> laughing like, oh, that kind of blew up right in your face, didn't it? Um, anyway, it's like our son, August approaching a girl when he's older being like, what's your favorite month? And she's like, January. And he's like, I'll change that. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Next Kelsey a, she's very cute, has a big smile. She has a very sweet energy about her. Next was Krissa. I was excited that when Krissa came out, she was like, I I don't want to like, okay, don't be sensitive here. But I, I loved that she was a little bit thicker than what you normally see. She's not overweight Mm -hmm. she's muscular and just like a little bit thicker she looks very healthy i'm so used to the bachelor having these stick thin girls with the long loose waves it's like you could literally have this bachelor prototype and krissa i felt like kind of went against that so i was excited to see krissa okay chandler when she came out she made a friend's reference i thought that was funny marlena um didn't really have much of an introduction so i put a little shrug emoji Star, she came out with this really cool, like, butterfly thing. So she made a good first impression, I think. Um, Talia brought a save the date with her name and Joey's name on it for, like, their future wedding, which I thought was a bold move. Bold move, Cotton. Um, Nat came out after that. She's a professor and a nurse, which I thought, that's awesome. She's very smart. Um, Sandra, again, not really a good introduction, Sam came out and she seemed really thirsty. I don't know why I wrote thirsty. I can't remember, but I wrote thirsty. Allison. Okay, so Alex or Allison came out and she's very pretty. She kind of looks like Megan Fox, but like Megan Fox circa Transformer days when she like wasn't as crazy. Um, she wasn't sucking blood out of Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. I, doing devil rituals. Yeah. They're freaking weird. So weird. So Allison comes out and then she announces that she brought her sister with her. So Allison and Lauren are sisters and they are competing for the same guy. Different. Not weird at all. Right. Um, What I wrote about Lauren was that she had like kind of a deeper voice. That's how I was able to tell them apart. And her first impression was chugging a beer, like doing a chugging contest because she said that she has never lost a beer chugging contest. So she sounds thirsty anyway. Okay. Caitlin is a chemist and she brought out like this little chemical reaction thing. It was pretty cool. Kelsey T is so pretty. She came off as like a little bit shy and reserved, but like super sweet. She is so stunning. She kind of reminds me a little bit of Kayla Nicole, um, Travis Kelsey's ex who I love. She's so gorgeous. Okay. Next was Jen. Um, what did I write about Jen? Um, oh, Jen came in in a go-kart. That's right. She came in zooming in a go-kart. Okay. Jess came in on a boat. So some of these girls had like really big introductions. Jess came in in a boat. She had a really cute accent. She had this gold jumper on. A lot of the girls wear dresses. So I kind of loved that she was wearing this like sparkly gold jumper. Mm -hmm. 
Um, next was Lainey. She brought whipped cream. Whipped cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know. Samantha is an NFL cheerleader and she brought dough and like threw dough at him. It was kind of weird. Dough, like cookie dough? Uh like bread dough. She was like, I'm a, I'm the only girl you'll need. Uh, yeah. So, so anyway, Taylor, really pretty, but she brought this gigantic bra, like a gigantic bra, like to fit the Statue of Liberty gigantic, and was like I'm here for all the support you're going to need throughout this journey. Like, really corny. Kyra, what did she do? Oh, Kyra, she's like, you want to hear something crazy? He's like, sure. And she just screamed, like right in his face, just screamed. So I was like, you're getting eliminated night one. And she did. She did? Yeah. I'll, yeah tell you you. Who gets, I'll tell you who gets eliminated. So Zoe, big yikes is what I wrote. She brought a platter with like different um, bananas cut in different lengths. And she's like, I just want to know which one of these you resonate so I can know what I'm working with. Yeah. yeah I said, you girl got a forehead. Austin. <laughs> okay. We're going to move on. Kayla. Um, she came out of the limo practicing tennis grunts, but it sounded like she was having an orgasm in the limo. And so she came out and she was like, I'm just practicing my tennis grunts because Joey is a tennis instructor. Can you imagine some of these things? Like all the double standards, some chick comes up and immediately asks about your dick size. Mm -hmm. That's allowed. You Mm -hmm. can do that. Can you imagine if it was the other way around? It would be all over the freaking media. It'd be like, this person's a bigot. Right. They're bringing like different types of roast beef sandwiches and like, which one do you resonate? Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, that's awful. (laughs) Sorry, that was terrible. That was really terrible. Are you like an apple pie or more like an Arby sandwich? Oh, no. But that really is the equivalent. It really is. 100%. She brings, she brings a platter of bananas. One is cut really small. He picks like the one in the middle. And he, it's just so inappropriate. I would be really embarrassed if that was my daughter doing that. Yeah. And I would be embarrassed if that was my son having to answer. I'm going to guess she probably didn't have the parents. She right. got eliminated night one. Okay. So... Um, okay, so let's see who was next. Evelyn, very pretty, um, kind of lackluster intro. Sydney, again, super short intro. We didn't get to know her um, through her intro anyway. That's maybe a good thing. Well, at this point, you'll see. Sydney ends up being kind of a mess. So, Medina, she brought like a ton of tennis balls. Daisy is super cute. She grew up on a Christmas tree farm. And she came in on this really cute little red Christmas tree truck. She has just a really sweet affect about her. She's very wholesome. Um, Leah. So Leah actually met Joey prior to all of this. So at the end of every season, they have like after the final rose, which is kind of like a reunion. And they announce who the next bachelor is going to be. So when they announced that the bachelor was going to be Joey, Leah was there and got to meet him. And she was given this card And they were like, but you can't open it until the first night of the new season. So we like didn't, there was kind of like a cliffhanger. But Leah kind of had this advantage, if you will, because she had already met him once. She didn't follow that rule. What? Oh, of not opening the card? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You're probably right. I mean, I don't know if she got to hang on to it or if she like had to give it back and was giving it back. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, Edwina, she brought some spicy food. She's really cute. Um, So, yeah, that was the introduction of the girls. So then the girls, they go into the house. They have this cocktail party, and they're all trying to make a first impression with Joey. So they're all kind of um, competing for his attention, right? 
So Auden has so a weird. moment with Joey. She has a good first impression, I think. Erica, same thing, had a good first impression. Jess, she had some time with him. She's very spunky and adventurous, and she actually got the first kiss. So Jess is the southern one with the gold jumpsuit that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And she's got an accent, okay? She gets the first kiss, and then she goes back into the house. Um, I think... Let me think here. Did she end up getting the first rose? I can't remember. Oh, Leah. Okay. So Jess has her time with Joey, gets the first kiss. And then Taylor has time with Joey. Taylor's the one that brought this bra. Okay. And Taylor's sitting there with Joey and Jess comes up and she's like, can I steal him for a second? And Taylor's like, seriously, again? Because Jess keeps stealing Joey and like interrupting these girls time. And Taylor's kind of tired of it. She's like, you've had your time. You had a kiss with them. You told everyone about it. And Taylor was very salty about the fact that she was, like, telling everyone that she got to kiss him. Taylor was salty, obviously a little jealous. All the girls were kind of getting a little jealous. But Maria, who's up here, she kind of chimes in as the voice of reason. Um, Let's see. Daisy, love her. She got the third kiss. Who got the second kiss? Oh, Jen did with the go-kart. Okay. Um, So... Let's see. Jess and Taylor seem to have beef. And so Taylor wants to chat with Jess. It's awkward because Jess is like, I'm not here to make friends. And if I could do this over again, I would. Now, this is kind of important because karma comes for Jess in episode five. Karma. And I just think it's I just think the irony is very funny. But just the fact that this moment happened and it was captured and displayed on TV, it's kind of funny. Okay, so then it's time for um, the letter that Leah brought. So this letter gives Leah the power to steal a one-on-one date. So throughout the show, they're going to have group dates, and then they're going to have one-on-one dates. Sometimes they even have a two-on-one date, and those are tricky because if you have a two-on-one date, one of the girls is going to be going home. So you kind of don't want to be a part of a two-on-one A two-on-one date as in like two chicks, one dude? Yes. (laughs) This is so squirrely. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so anyway, this letter gives Leah the power to steal someone else's one-on-one date. So she kind of gets upset because she's like, um, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to, um, you know, use this at the expense of another girl. But she also is like, I don't want to have to cheat to get my time with Joey. I want him to want to choose me for a date. So anyway, she ends up throwing her card in the fire. And doing away with it, all the girls are cheering and they're like, oh, my God, Leah, she's so sweet and loyal and just what a girl's girl. Um, So she ends up getting the first impression rose, which means at the rose ceremony, she's already secure. She doesn't have to worry about getting eliminated. Okay, Um, let's see. Lexi gets kiss number four. Maria gets kiss number five. They clearly have chemistry. Him and Maria. She's up here. Um, So then at the end, the Well, the people who got eliminated are um, Chandler, who made the Friends reference, Talia, who brought the, I wrote STD for Save the Date, but she brought the STD. Um, Nat was the professor and nurse. I was bummed to see her go because she's so smart and like, we love a smart girl. Um, Sandra was eliminated. Sam, who was thirsty, she got eliminated. Uh, Lainey, who brought the whipped cream, got eliminated. Samantha, the NFL cheerleader. Dude eliminated the whipped cream girl? Yeah. Figured he'd keep her around for the show for a little ways. <laughs> no, he Let's didn't. Play with what you brought and then get rid of her, but okay. Austin. 
just in. All right, Kyra, who screamed in his face, she got eliminated. Zoe, who brought the bananas, she got eliminated. And then Kayla, who practiced her grunts, got eliminated. Oh, my gosh. And so then the girls that are remaining, those are the ones that got eliminated. Do you like my animation? So these are all the ones left? Yeah, this is who's left. Very good. Okay. So now we're God, going into this week three two. million people watch this stupid show. Yeah. So I just that's, Googled that. That's the end of um, week one. It's and declining so, though. Well, you're probably right because I think people are kind of finding it to be pretty predictable. But also I feel like the drama is almost a little bit pushed. Like this season there is a little bit of drama. But once you hear what the drama is, Austin, you're going to be like, are you kidding me? So um, let's see. What are we at time-wise? All right, since week one was a little short, let's go ahead and get into week two because week one, obviously, there's not a lot that's going to happen. You just meet the girls. So now we're into week two. Let me grab my notes. This presentation, this is hilarious. This looks better than anything I did in school. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I will be posting some of the pictures from my presentation if you care to see it. So here is what I have written down. You cracked me up. The girls go on a group date, okay, and they have to pick out wedding dresses. So the girls that go on this date are Erica, Evelyn, Jess, Kelsey T, Lauren, Lexi, Maria, Rachel, and Taylor. How do you keep these women's names straight? I've always wondered, especially at rose ceremonies, and the, like, especially the first one. Like, how are you remembering? Are their names written on the rose? Like, they gotta have name tags. There's gotta be a way. Yeah. I don't know, but um, anyway, so they're all talking about who they would love to have on their um, wedding day, like who they would want to have there. They're on their way to this date. Lauren who's there with her sister, reveals that her dad had just died. And so she's kind of getting upset. They're all in these wedding dresses in this limo heading to this date. And Lauren's kind of getting sad because she's like, well, this is like a big slap in the face that when I do get married, my dad's not going to be there to walk me down the aisle. And she kind of gets in her feelings. And Maria is very supportive and sweet with her. And like they have this sweet moment, which is why I put this little heart here. So um, anyway, you just, it's, it's good to see that, right? Okay. Love that. Yeah. So the next scene is a game of musical chairs. So they have these challenges and often when they have a group date, they have challenges and you can win the challenge at the group date to potentially get more time with Joey. So these girls are oh my desperate. God, just, this is so freaking out there. Yeah. Oh, and if we win the game, we get to have 10 more minutes with Joey. I mean, like, <laughs> yes. it's literally like being a kid. Like, it's like, how can I get her attention? You know what? If her shoe comes untied, I can offer to tie it. Well, or it's like what we offer our kids. Like, if you're good, I'll give you 10 more minutes of Fortnite. Yeah. I don't know. So the first game they have is this musical chairs game where they have to walk around this table and they're all vying for a seat next to Joey. (laughs) But there's like four seats on either side or four or five seats. And so anyway, I think it's, um, it's Evelyn. She literally jumps over the table. These are her feet. To steal a seat. To steal the seat. She ends up landing on top of Lauren, who's like already having a bad day. (laughs) Anyway. Um, yeah, she, the winner of the challenge Ends up being Rachel, which I thought was kind of crazy. Like, obviously, Evelyn showed her agility and desperation. It just kind of surprises me that she didn't end up winning the group date. But because that shit's too much. 
they all had to kind of go around and do like different wedding activities. So like he chose one girl to go cut the cake and then another girl to go mingle with guests and then another girl to do this or that. Go mingle with guests. Yeah, which are like fake guests. They're just people that like are probably extras for this show. So anyway, the winner of the challenge is Rachel. They seem to have like a little bit of chemistry when they were going around talking to these fake guests. And so um, they get the first dance and they get to dance to Michael Bolton singing live when a man loves a woman. And just a fun fact, not really a fun fact, but an interesting fact, I guess, side note, is that Michael Bolton just recently had brain surgery. And so when you watch the the clip of him singing, he is like standing super still and he's like, you can tell he's kind of struggling to sing it. I think he's like 69 or 70 years old, but also just had brain surgery. So anyway, if anyone was watching that and they were like, man, why does he look so uncomfortable? That is why. Um, so let's see. During the night, Maria gets alone time with Joey first and she changes into this like lingerie looking piece. She was wearing this white dress and then she goes to change and she's like, let me get into something more comfortable. She goes and changes and comes back in this like black lacy thing. It's a skirt with like a bra and then this little like sleeve thing. Okay. And he's like, oh my God, <laughs> she's like Roger Rabbit with the eyes. Um, so they have some time together, they make out and then she comes back into the room with all the other women. And their faces are, I was actually laughing out loud because they, the way they were looking at her was like trying to be cool, but their eyes were like, is this bitch for real? Um, so you could tell they're just a little So jealous. what's going through their head? Like, oh, I need to do that for him now. I think they all were thinking that they had regrets that they didn't bring a lingerie outfit to change into. Um, but I also have to wonder, like all these girls kind of have... They're like a revolving door. They each have a little bit of time with Joey and they're each making out with him. And I'm just thinking like, does he like rinse his mouth between making out with these women? Like, do the women taste each other when they're kissing it? Like they're all tested for STDs before they go. And the most common reason people fail is herpes. I just Googled that. Did you really? Yes. Okay. I did not know that. Um, so anyway. Cause I was wondering if he's out here banging all these chicks. I mean, I think some of the seasons, like, they do, towards the end, they have, like, fantasy suites where they could just spend the night with, with each other. And sometimes that does happen. But, like, not at this stage. They're not spending the night at this stage. They're just making out. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just sure. gross. Like, you're, sure you're making are. out with one and you're making out with another and there's, like, lipstick and makeup all over your face and you're just going from one to the next. Like, that's so gross. I think about these things and I'm like, rinse your mouth out. <laughs> So gross. Okay, so then later in the night, Jess brings up that she's feeling ostracized by Taylor, who confronted her in the first episode about stealing Joey away from her and how she's already got time with her or with him. Um, so she brings this up to Joey, and he's really open and receptive. One thing I will say about Joey, and maybe it's for the show, maybe whatever, he does seem like he's a very good listener. And it's sweet to see him, like, really maintain eye contact. He seems very interested in each person he's talking to. Oh, I bet he's real interested. I bet he cares a lot. Dude's probably got an earpiece <laughs> with the Bachelor people telling him their names so he remembers. And he's trying to line up in his head which one he wants to bang. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Keep going, sweetheart. Okay. So back at the house, the girls get a card with information 
about the first one-on-one date. And Daisy is selected for this one-on-one date. It's just fascinating that it's like, okay, if you're selected to be on The Bachelor, you're going to come spend six to nine weeks here and we're going to play you like little pawns and you're going to follow the rules to our games and we're going to give you cards that you can steal one-on-one time and all this just ridiculousness. And at the end, they have to get engaged they don't have to. It said that when I just searched it. Well, I mean, that's the, that's goal, the goal of the though. show, though. It's like you're, how how are you getting engaged? You don't know these people. It's crazy. That always baffles me. Just the practicality of it all. Obviously, it's not practical. It's a TV show. I know. I get it. But I still just can't help thinking, like, this is doomed to fail. Okay. So, anyway, Daisy gets the one-on-one date. Um, let's see. Do I have any footage from that? Okay, that's Jess and Taylor with their beef. See, I put a little jagged line because they are beef. not getting along. Jess and Taylor do not like each other. Yeah. This is Daisy. So look at this cute little collage I made of Daisy. She has a Christmas tree farm up here in the corner. She's very cute. They're having fun. They're kissing. They kissing. Go, they go to... She's got headphones in. That's not a headphone. <laughs> She's got... It's a cochlear implant. So... Okay. She, I put this picture of her from the side and it shows her cochlear implant. So she reveals that she got really sick when she was a kid and she's had a lot of health problems and she has two older siblings and two younger siblings. And she's like, when my siblings would get sick, they would get sick and it would be normal. But when she would get what they got, she'd have it 10 times worse. And I think she admitted that she was diagnosed with like Lyme disease. Mm. And I don't know if this is what caused her loss of hearing but she started losing her hearing. And so she had to get a cochlear implant. And she, I think during this day, reveals to him that she's got this cochlear implant and it's really hard for her to, to communicate. She's still kind of learning how to adjust and live with it. But it's like just a cool part about her. So they're bringing awareness to not headphones, but a cochlear implant. Good for Daisy. I like that. Yeah. I like Daisy a lot. And just from this first date, and like she is going to be a front runner, I can just tell because she's so sweet. She's very likable. She's sweet. She's unproblematic. She doesn't cause any drama with the girls. She gets along with everyone. She seems super happy, like genuinely happy for the other girls when they get time or a rose or whatever. I know. I know. I'm just imagining you're in this room with 15 other women, and then one woman comes back who you know is on the date, and she's in lingerie talking about how they got it on, and you're going, Oh my God, I'm so happy for you. I'm, I, what is it? I, I go in about 90 minutes is my time with him. I'm after the next two girls. Hopefully they're having a good time. What are we talking about? <laughs> I get it. Oh, you're after me? Oh, you're going to have so much fun. That'll be like sloppy eights. You're going to have a blast. I hope everything goes good for you guys. Yeah, okay. So the next scene that that it shows after their one-on-one date is Joey working out. And they're kind of talking about Joey's glow up. So before, when he was on charity season, he was like kind of an average looking dude. Like, I don't know. I I don't think he's all that cute or like a showstopper in the past, but like he's been working out since. He looks very, he looks a little different. He got a tan. (laughs) He got a tan. So anyway, they're all talking about like this glow up that Joey had. Okay. So he's like shirtless working out, of course. And so the girls have a um, group date with boot camp. So they have to do these challenges, this workout. They have this like paintball contest or not paintball, but like, I don't know, they're fighting for Joey's heart. It's kind of a silly game. Um, And 
the blue team wins, so they, like, split the group into two different groups. One group won, but only one girl can win extra time with Joey, and it's Edwina. So this is Edwina. She gets her time with Joey. She admits that she feels like she's, you know, got a lot of pressure on her because she comes from a struggling family. Like, each girl kind of has their sob story. As you can see, she is crying. Every time that there is one-on-one time with Joey, the girl ends up crying. I just think that's so interesting. And Joey probably wipes the tears away and sweeps them off their feet. He does. I feel like there could be a montage of Joey wiping tears with his right thumb off of every girl's cheek because he's done it to like at least three, I've noticed. sweet. Okay, so then a little bit of drama starts, okay? This is going to be the main drama for the next three episodes, okay? Get this. This is what happened. So back at the house... The girls are all together and they're all talking and they're all just kind of being vulnerable with each other. And Medina is like, I don't know, sometimes I kind of struggle because I'm 31 and I feel like I'm the oldest one in the group. And so I also kind of feel like my clock is ticking. And then as soon as 31, I feel like it's I feel like they're about to lay me to rest. (laughs) Shitting me. So she's like, I just I don't know. I just feel like, you know, I feel the pressure. And then she immediately is like, I shouldn't have said that out loud. And so they have that moment where Medina is, you know, talking about her struggle with that. Fast forward. The girls are all outside. Maria is talking to someone on the couch. I cannot tell who she's talking to. It doesn't say who she's talking to. It's a girl with black hair. I think it might be Allison. It might have even been Medina. But at the time, I thought it might have been Medina. So anyway, Maria is talking to this girl and she's basically recapping what happened inside. And she was like, you know, Medina is really struggling with her age. Well, Maria's 29. And so Medina or Maria is like, I'm sure, you know, you have nothing to worry about. You know, Medina says she's 31. Just own it. Just, you know, like, don't worry about it. I'm 29. Like, you know, we're, some of us are a little older. Like she's basically trying to say like, Your age is not a big deal, and it shouldn't make you think that Joey's not going to choose you based off that, okay? Maria is trying to be supportive. She's not talking shit is what I'm basically trying to get across. Mm -hmm. Sydney, this girl, is over on another part of the yard with a few of the other girls, and all she hears is the word Medina, and she assumes that Maria is talking shit about Medina because she says, oh, they're talking shit. I just, I thought I heard Medina's name. And then in a confessional, Sydney says, Medina is my girl, and I'm not going to tolerate that, and I'm going to say something. So the next day, it cuts to the next day. Taylor asks Medina how she's feeling, and Medina tells Taylor, well, someone told me that Maria was saying, like, well, I'm old too, in an effort to, like, invalidate her feelings, okay? So someone was stirring the pot And twisting what Maria was trying to do, which was be supportive and comforting to Medina and make it seem like it was something else. So Maria hears about this and she's like, well, who's starting this rumor? Like, let's just get straight to the source. Well, cut to Sydney talking by the fireplace with someone saying, I think it was Leah, saying last night Maria came in and me and a couple other people heard her say something like about age. And it was right after Medina opened up about how she felt being oldest And how that made her feel some type of way. And she was like, I'm old too. But she said it with this like snarky tone imitating Maria. And so she told Medina, okay. So she told Medina, Maria was talking shit. It was very condescending and I don't appreciate that. So I think Joey should know. 
Like, it's so ridiculous. This is what we're fighting about. We're talking about someone else who was maybe talking about how they were insecure about their age, how Maria was reiterating these insecurities, and Sadina's, or Sydney, Sadina, Sydney is like, you're talking shit on my friend. We're creating something out of thin air. I'm just here because I'm a co-host on this episode and I love you. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) All this he said, she said bullshit. I don't you can't care. I don't get it. You I can't don't keep up with my collage. I feel like it's a waste of all my in- mental energy. Yeah. And I still have stuff I got to get done today. Oh, well, say goodbye to that. Um, <laughs> say goodbye to that. Anything productive. We're talking about Bachelor. So Maria goes to Medina, asks her if what she said upset her. Like Marie is just trying to go straight to the source and is like, Medina, if I said something that upset you, like, please let me know. But Medina in the moment is like about to meet with Joey and she's like, can we please just talk about this later? Cause I want to stay in a good mood for Joey. Like I only have five minutes to really make an impression. And so um, she just goes back inside and Maria in her, in her confessional is like, this is so dumb. I like Medina. So like, why is this even happening? So she knows also that Medina is being fed something totally different. So she's not mad at Medina. She's not coming at Medina in an aggressive way. Maria asks the group if one of them brought something up to Medina to upset her, and Sydney admits that it was her, so then they have it out. And Maria is really... I like Maria for the fact that she is very direct. She addresses things head-on. She doesn't, like, pussyfoot around an issue, whereas Sydney is, like, really trying to make something out of nothing, and Maria is just trying to shut it down. But... We have some foreshadowing because now there is clearly beef between Maria and Sydney, even though they seem to like squash it. She is going to this girl is going to carry it on like she's not going to let this die. So anyway, at the end of the episode, Lauren wants time with Joey because she wants to recreate the whole wedding thing. Because She was like, you know, my dad died seven months prior and she just wants to like redeem herself. Well, It doesn't really go that well. She's trying to recreate this moment with like the Polaroid and the cake. And she's getting really impatient that she's having to wait for all these other women to have their time with Joey. And so this is how she reacts. I'm going to play you this clip. Mm -hmm. How'd it go? Good. Good. Yay, you won. What about you guys? Anyone? She talked to him. Okay. You guys focus. You hear about another conversation, another conversation. Everyone's went well, so... So annoying. Yes. Oh, good. How was it? Love. Chat. Yay. I'm so happy. You're so giddy. I love it. I have people coming in left and right being like, I just talked to him. It went so well. It went so great. And I'm like, I wanted to talk to him in the beginning. I still haven't. Now I'm just in a really pissed off mood that it's ruined my whole vibe for the night. Hi. Did you get your time? No, I think I'm going to go. No, no, you're not. Yeah, I am. No, I you're getting it. No. I don't want to anymore. I'm in a bad mood now. Don't let it get the best of you. Yeah. But it's already has. So it's going to project onto my time with him, and I'm not having like, a good time now. But I already was in a good mood to do it. You have, like, a whole thing planned. Like, wait until it plays out, Lauren. You literally going to say, like, no, yeah. don't. No, Lauren. I can't deal with it. Like, I just want to redeem myself, and I want to redeem myself in the beginning of the night, and it's just progressively gotten worse. I hate it here. Hey. Hi. How are we doing? I'm freaking out. Yeah, I just walked in on him. Sorry, I was just coming oh, to check okay. in. Oh, I'm doing great, thank you. Nice to see you. Nice to see you too. Can we sit down somewhere? Yeah, let's go sit down somewhere. Okay. Now I'm crying again. Oh, no, this is so annoying. 
I'm in leather, man. Okay, why don't we, are you okay with standing? No, I'm standing. Okay, okay, take your time. Well, Whatever feels comfortable. Is it um, good? So I'm gonna go home. I don't wanna cry yet. See, I'm so sick of crying, I'd never cry. You're good, good. Take a second. Just take a deep breath. I'm only here to check in on you. I don't even want to talk to you now because now I'm just in a bad mood to do it because everybody and their mother already went. First thing she said to me is she's leaving. I, I, I didn't expect that. I thought I was checking in on her, but she's made her mind up. Um, I, I feel terrible. No, I wish I could say or do something, but I can tell that you've gotten to a point where you're over it, which is okay and um, i'm sorry if i if i did anything so yeah i'm i'm sorry that a lot of this has been tough on you that's mm -hmm. never my intention through this but yeah maybe this just the setting wasn't the best way for us to really get to know each other yeah i'm sorry that it had to happen so, oh there's oh, my cake the there's cake. my cake thank you it's red velvet it's supposed to be it is red velvet do you still want to eat like the it. cake it's okay i'm gonna cut it because we can still eat it before i leave so i'm not in bad mood okay and if it's not red velvet, I'm going to be even more mad. It's not. It's not. <sighs> Just the bite of Okay. All right, what can well, I do? I did see potential with Joey. I really did. I think he's a great guy. He's handsome as Yeah, I wish you nothing but the best. Maybe I'll see you at home, Tom. Yeah. I still think it's out there for me, and I'm still going to find love. Um, it just sadly wasn't right now. If my dad was here, he would have been like, I told you not to go on that show. It's not going to bother. Has anyone seen Allison? I can't. I can't with the dramatic music in the background and just her horrible, horrible attitude. She's like, I hate it here. <laughs> like She's like a child. They sit down and try to have this genuine conversation where he's like, I'm really sorry if I did anything. You don't give a shit. There's 20 other women in there. This woman is obviously annoying and a problem <laughs> and doesn't want anything to do with you. I don't know why they have the semantics of like, uh, well, uh, maybe it'll work out another time. No, it'd be like this. See ya. <laughs> Go get in your car and leave. I don't give a shit. I'm going to my extra three minutes with Maria and her lingerie. Yeah. That's probably what a man would think. Not you, surely. But. No. What a terrible show. So anyway, the end of the night, the ones eliminated are Erica, Lauren, Marlena, and Taylor, which really shocked me because Taylor I thought was really pretty. She had made her, like an impact on the show. So I was kind of surprised and a little disappointed to see Taylor go because I don't know. I just kind of liked her. But anyway, on to week three in the next episode. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that right now. I was like, please, no. Can't wait for the next one, though, babe. I cannot babe. wait to have you back. This is fun. I'm having fun. As long as you're having fun. I'm really curious if people listen to this. We're going to have to look at the analytics on this and see if people, like how many people are listening right now at the 55-minute mark <laughs> when I breathed heavy through probably a 10 minutes. Yeah, you were breathing quite heavy. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm excited for the next week. Mama. <laughs> Mystery. <laughs> Out. Out. Bye.